Yeah, get Joe up on stage. We'll get this. this is gonna be a good conversation tonight. I can already tell. Got a lot of great speakers gonna be joining us. So we'll get that rolling here. But yeah, interesting day with the markets. I actually uh had this feeling like Powell's gonna come out and say something and we're gonna end up uh, you know, riding lower. So I did take some puts and, and made a little bit there. So that was nice. That's nice. Did you get in before the before the two thirty or when it was announced at two o'clock on CNBC? I got in before, so I was in early and, and it like rode up. And, you know, I was like, "Oh, here we go. Maybe it's going to be a, a loser." But no, it worked out well. Worked yeah, well. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I got out as well right when it started. Nice. So yeah, we got Joe here. We got Dylan. We got Blind Luck. Kay, this is great. We got a lot of people here already. We'll get, I think Wolf is going to be joining us and uh, maybe a few others. I think Paul might join us tonight. Always good to get Paul in the mix. So we're going to be talking about getting unstuck or really getting over hurdles, getting past hurdles, getting uh, over obstacles on your way to building wealth and really just achieving more, getting more out of life. So so we like to talk about on our Wednesday sessions, our Wednesday wealth building sessions Dylan, thanks for joining us. How you doing this evening? Doing all right over there? Hey, Nate, I'm doing good. Hey, come back to me here in just a few minutes. Will like do. Glad you could join us. Yep, I'll see you. You, bet. Yeah. yeah, you bet, Dylan. We'll do. We'll come back to you. Glad you could join us. It's great to have you here. Blind Luck, how are you doing this evening? Hanging out down here in the southwest with me. I might be swinging around the, the panel a little too quickly to start, so we'll give everybody a couple of minutes. Hey, Nate. Yeah, Wait, I'm I'm actually good now, man. <laughs> Sorry, I was in an elevator. How are you doing tonight? Oh, solid, good, man. Good, good. Um, that's funny you mentioned elevator. I was just watching uh the CEO for I think it was the CEO for Otis talking on uh, Mad Money with Kramer and uh, Otis is an interesting company. They do they do ele- you know the their primary deal is elevators if I'm not mistaken. So uh, oh nice yeah I'm uh, over here in Bismarck North Dakota today whew. um out of town on a work trip so he caught me as during this spaces here I'll probably be uh, just getting some dinner before I you know I obviously get to bed for the night I got an early morning tomorrow morning um, but yeah I'm really excited to be able to talk here on your spaces I think that especially when you're talking about you know like overcoming things um, like especially when you live through a life of adversity. You know, there's so many mind. I I don't want to say necessarily like mindset because there's there's going to be overused terminology and and underused terminology, especially when you're thinking about like becoming who you're destined to be and who you are really supposed to be. You know, to to move forward in life. And I I just love this topic so much. And and when I saw this topic, the first thing I thought to myself was is like, man, I gotta I gotta join in on this one and and talk to the talk to the guys. Yeah, awesome. Glad you can make it. Glad glad we could get you on. And uh, we'll definitely swing it around to everybody here, give everybody a chance to share their knowledge, because that's what we do, right? We've got an experienced panel, um, different backgrounds and different uh, levels of success in different areas. And with that, it becomes different perspectives. And we're able to, you know, chop it up a bit and share what we know. Um, maybe bounce ideas back and forth and and give different perspectives to each other. I know I learn quite a bit on these spaces every week. And uh, yeah, we're here every Tuesday and Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. So appreciate you tuning in. And uh, yeah, let's let's keep this thing rolling. Joe, appreciate you joining as well. How is your day going? 
you're on a whole different day than me, I think. Hey, uh, Nate, yep. <clears throat> I always say that uh, New Zealand is ahead of the rest of the world. Uh, so we, we are mid-Thursday afternoon, our time. But I, I'm not going to tell you what happened on Wednesday. You can find out yourself. I should have called you ahead of the <laughs> OMC. I could have played that better, maybe. <laughs> it just, I could tell you, but it wouldn't be fair, you know? Yeah, you know, you got to keep that stuff to yourself. But uh, yeah, yeah, this tell, is... tell us the future, Joe. <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. Part of the deal is we've got to promise that we won't. We just um, we're and actually, uh, jokes aside, it's uh, super hot where I am. So um, I'm, I believe that's going to be different from from what a lot of you guys are experiencing at the moment as well. Yeah, especially my man in North Dakota. <laughs> Definitely different. Yeah, man, it's it's always cold up here. Doesn't even matter if it's a heat wave or not. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Joe. So we've got uh, you know, people from just just to mention this, we got people from all over the globe uh, on this space, and Joe joins us from New Zealand. So I'm glad you could be here as well. And uh, you know, we're gonna get into this discussion about um, not only achieving more, which is what we talk about in different ways, but also. You know, times when we get stuck, how do we get out of that rut? Um, and then, you know, personally, I made plenty of mistakes and seeing people make mistakes. So I can get into some of that um, and, you know, some mistakes to avoid that kind of stuff. Um, but I really want to really interested to hear what everybody has to say, yourself included, Joe. So glad you could join us. You, you uh, Looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, let's see here. We got Blind Luck. Yeah, there he is. Really looking forward to this call. I I'm very interested to hear what everyone has to say. I'm I'm kind of a um. Comes to the space sometimes. I can be a really intense person, so um, I tend to like kind of power through things. So I'm really interested to hear like what people do when they hit that like sticking point because that's always something that I kind of struggled with. I've always just kind of like doubled down and said F it, and that's totally the wrong mindset. So um, I'm really interested to hear what the panel has to say today. I think I'm going to learn a lot. Interesting. So blind luck, you know, just getting to know you a little bit this year and last last year. And uh, yeah, I didn't I would not have guessed, although I have, you know, read enough about your work experience to know that you had to be kind of a yeah, have that I, kind of mentality. I'm a, I'm a total bull in China shop. Like when someone tells me like, no, or it can't be done. I'm like, hold my beer, watch me do it. You know, I just uh, when I hit a sticking point, I just get really intense and I, I, I turn into that headwind and fight it. And um it's almost to a fault i'm like one of those stubborn people that like you tell me it's a really bad idea and i'm like oh i'm gonna do it anyway just because you said that you know so um it's a weird personality trait i'm not saying it's a healthy personality trait so i'm definitely interested in hearing from you more balanced individuals you know how you guys tackle this problem nice i like hey. anything in balance go ahead joe hey yeah um blind luck I, I i don't know i'm going to be the more balanced person on this panel but um uh, when I was uh, I was I was working for a startup a long time ago, probably about twenty five years ago, and the CEO was really into these kind of personality and aptitude tests. And so um, a good friend of mine who I'd actually hired, we were both the, the sales guys, um, and we were you know our results were very different from the the tech engineers who were in the, in the, in the company. Um, but my friend and I had almost the same kind of like patterns. They asked you you know how you respond to things and how do you react and gave us all these tests. And what was really funny is that um, it showed that when your normal personality was this, we both talked a lot. 
but under pressure, I, I just stopped talking. And uh, my friend under pressure, he talks even more. And so I can relate to you when I, when I get under pressure and something my wife doesn't, doesn't like, but I just literally just don't talk until I've found the solution. So I just start taking action. I don't stress out. I don't uh, worry. I get really focused. Like if I'm under pressure or something's bothering me, I attack the problem and I'm just wired that way. Um, but I'm a, I'm a total attacker. Like, you know, there's the problem, attack, 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 attack. And um, it, it's weird. Like I don't really get stressed out. Things don't really bother me that much, but you'll notice I get super intense when things like need to get done. Um, and it served me well, but it's not necessarily an easy personality trait to get along with if you're a business partner or something like that. But um, anyways, I don't want this to be all about me. I'm really interested to hear about all you guys and, and, and um, what your tricks to the trade are. Love it. So I will get into some stuff here. I've got plenty to talk about. And uh, one thing that I've been actually focused on more recently is, um, you know, as far as being able to get all of the things done that I have been embarking on and, and, and working on and then working with all of you and watching you do it as well. Um, one thing I notice and that I do myself is you got to be intentional about your day. So when you get stuck on something, you know, or you just feeling like, you know, not really not in the groove, not in the mood, um, you can be very, at least for me, being very intentional about what I do um, is a key to kind of unlocking some things and keeping me moving forward. So what does that mean? You know, uh, being intentional is like, I, I don't just kick back and try to figure out like, okay, what am I going to do? Uh, I, I know like right now I need to, I have priorities. I, I list out my priorities. And I start tackling them almost robotically. I go a little bit uh, robotic on things. And it helps me just kind of start getting small successes, I guess, under the belt. And that kind of helps me start pressing forward and getting out of any kind of rut that I'm in. It's just that systematic um, and small wins that really start getting you going. And the way I know how to do that is just to kind of know what my you know what i need to get done to you know kind of prioritize that and then just tackle it with with full intention in my throughout my entire day um and that also means when i'm going through my day i'm paying attention to how i'm feeling and if i'm you know getting to a point of exhaustion i will take those breaks it's funny that's one of the biggest hacks to productivity in my in my view is like taking a a one hour just complete mind break for the day i actually take a nap i don't know how i do it like i must be getting really old but you know this like power nap you know kind of mentality where you just take a break you know because you're going hard and then you take that 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 quick session to give you a pause it extends my day like you wouldn't believe like i can get so much more done and it's just being intentional about uh, it, it just goes back to being intentional about everything i'm doing for the day every hour of the day um just kind of mapping it out i'm not a scheduled person i'm not a routine person i like to kind of go fly by the seat of my pants but i know that when i'm stuck and i, I need to get momentum going uh, i can't just fly by the seat of my pants i'll never get out of the rut so again start just being really intentional about my days what do you think about that dylan so I, I love this, man. I absolutely love this topic, like I said. 
And one thing, and I've actually thought deeply about this too, because I listen to a lot of motivational videos and I do that mostly when I'm working out and lifting weights. Um, but what I've started to notice over time is that everybody is unique, which means that everybody has their own uh, individual like talents and skills and like things that they, they enjoy doing. Um, but one thing that I have come to find in time is that everybody has their own individual purpose in this world. Like they're really good at something, uh, whether or not it's going to be. So like for me, I, it took me many, uh, many, many years to figure out how, like how I was able to understand economic cycles and in, in trade and even analyze businesses. And then in my nine to five job right now, I'm, a, I'm in medical sales, you know, so between all of those, that took me many, many years to be able to figure it out. But, you know, when I was growing older, I wasn't really great at sports, you know, not very artistic of a person, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, more or less just saying that when you are able to identify your strengths and your weaknesses, then what you can do is you can really start to identify what your why is. Um, and when you think about it from like a why perspective is that oftentimes when I find myself stuck or in a rut, it's it's often because I'm not aligned with my why. Um, meaning like there's always a deeper purpose to everything that I may or may not do. Uh, where there's like, uh, there has to be some sort of underlying reason, you know, whether it's going to be to support my wife or whether it's going to be accomplish an ultimate goal or whether it's going to be, you know, pursue, um, you know, a higher, higher career achievement or whatever it might end up being. Because every single day, day after day, it's, it's extremely hard to get through the mundaneness and willpower can really only take you so long. And, and motivation is nothing more than a fleeting feeling. Um, but when you really dig deep and you understand like what your why is, uh, this is often the times that I've, I've noticed, or this is the skill and the quality that I have that I've noticed that has really been able to, you know, take me from, because when I was younger, like 18, 19 years old, you know, I came from a broken home and I was actually arrested for selling weed. So I was in the back of a cop car and I'm not even kidding. Uh, this is a real story. Like when I was 18, 19 years old, I was a total mess up. And then over the next 10 years, you know, I joined the Marine Corps, graduated college, and then eventually I ended up getting into the medical sales career. So it's like long, you know, came a long way from a broken kid in a broken home to, to becoming what I am now today. And, and what it's always been aligned to is it's always been aligned to that, that why, you know, like, why do I want to be there? You know, like what's important to me? Um, and that's really what I've always been able to use from a mentality perspective on like, how I can continue to continue to get better. Cause like right now I'm 33 years old and it's like, I know that I'm not that great, you know, and there's nothing, there's nothing important or special about me right now. Um, but I feel like that having a growth mindset and always sticking to your why and find and doing what you find is great work in this world. Uh, it seems that all humans are able to accomplish something truly magnificent um, in their own right. I love that. Well said, sir. Uh, as always, dropping knowledge. Uh, and by the way, it's a nice little spot for me to remind everybody to follow all of these great speakers if you haven't already. You're going to hear a lot of great stuff tonight, and your timeline will thank you for it. And you get a lot of different perspectives here, and uh, Dylan is just one of the, the great speakers we got here. So, yeah, that's good stuff, man. I uh, I really appreciate what you're saying there. Finding your why is a big deal. And it's funny because I was thinking about this just the other day. You can do this on multiple levels, right? There's like the big picture, you know, very, you know, what's your motivation? What's your big, strong why? And then there's also like 
just getting past those little things like when you get asked to do stuff during the day they say why the hell am i doing this i i mean i literally been asked recently to to copy and paste i won't even tell you how many slides because it's embarrassing but it's like you know copy and paste this work it took me like two to three hours or something if i told you what my job was and you found that like there's no way that i should be copying and pasting anything like there's just no way and uh so i'm sitting there going why am i doing this i had to figure out the why otherwise it's going to lose my damn mind doing this job that like i could have hired an intern or whatever to do and you know the real reason i it, it totally calmed me down like it totally got me back in the groove and the reason is like i'm in early on a very early starting up project and so it's like you know when you're a small company it's every all hands on deck. Everybody does everything, right? Grab a grab a shovel if you need it. Get in get in the equipment. Do whatever you got to do, right? And and so same thing goes for any kind of job. Like I don't work construction like I did back in the day, um, but it's the same thing then as, as it is now. You got to remember, you know, why you're doing some of these things. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm in a really good spot. In two years from now, is going to have a massive upside. So I'm going to do this stupid crap right now and not complain about it because I know that we're not going to hire a massive team and have all the people that we need to do these things. And just kind of thinking about that, why am I doing this on a small level, like total microcosm of what Dylan's talking about uh, was enough to you know, really get me moving on, in, in my day, get past, you know, my hang up. So, yeah, definitely uh, good stuff. Finding your why is a huge part of it. Hey, Paul, how are you doing today, man? I'm glad you can make it and join the panel. Hey, everyone. How's uh, how's everyone doing tonight? Um, good, good to be on here talking with uh, some of my favorite people here. Um, yeah, Nate, you were talking about um, – I, I just jumped jumped on, so unfortunately I, I, I probably missed a lot of awesome stuff. But, uh, Nate, you were talking about um, how uh, you, you take breaks throughout the day or naps. Um yeah, I mean, if, for those that aren't so caffeine inclined or caffeine addicted, uh, I mean, naps naps are awesome. And, and I, I definitely agree that it's like short little bursts of concentrated, ultra-focused, uh, you know, high-intensity effort, you know, and, and doing, doing, working on a project or, or exercising or, or anything. Um, I, I think that's, I think that's really good. And then, you know, may, then you you sort of come to a, to a natural stopping point. Um, and then, and you walk away and you go do something else. Maybe you take the dogs for a walk or something, or go play with your kids or something. Uh, in the back, the, the, you're, you're doing cycles in your, in the back of your mind, like those background processes are still thinking about the problem you're working on and changing your environment, uh, getting some fresh air, whatever else you come back. Um, so suddenly you approach it with, uh, you know, sort of renewed vigor and a new perspective. And, 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 uh, you've had some time to sort of think about this in the background. I mean, even, even like going to bed at night, you wake up in the morning, you, you're like, Oh, now I know what to do. Uh, I know how to fix this thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, um, w working intently on something, then taking a break break and uh coming back to it and reapproaching the problem and with a new perspective uh that certainly helps with writing um write something down get a yeah. first draft it looks really good walk away uh you're thinking about it like oh you know i'm gonna put this word here instead or i'm gonna add add on this idea um 
and and of course you could sort of get like uh analysis paralysis and um but you, you know you you have to sort of work work with who you are you know yourself better than anyone else so uh but you know it's just another tool in the toolbox uh but yeah totally a fan of that um yeah yeah you're you're right you, you got to be able to well analysis paralysis that's an interesting topic too man like, um, you could definitely get caught up in just overthinking things. And the way to get past that, you know, just to kind of transition to that quickly is you just got to start. Like sometimes you just got to go forward oh, yeah. and screw it up even, right? Like You don't, just you don't get, have to fully something. understand something to, to try it. You don't have to fully know where you're going to, to try something. Um, hey, maybe it's not for you or whatever else, but, or like you can sort of, you know, there's, there's a lot of brilliant people, you know, two or more, two or three standard deviation IQs ab above, you know, the, the norm. Um, and they've never accomplished anything in their lives. They've never started anything in their lives because uh, maybe they're too afraid to fail, um, you know, or, or analysis paralysis or, you know, <laughs> they're, they're just uh, they're him and Han. It's like, you know, just, just uh, doing something, is making a choice, putting effort is infinitely better than any sort of, uh, you know, hours and days of theory crafting, just try, trying it, um, little iterative baby steps. Um, and you'll find that like, as you actually do something, your, your, uh, appreciation, your understanding of that, uh, sort of increases a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a huge fan of, um, you know, action versus, uh, yeah, theory. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent with you on that as well. Good stuff, guys. This is good. I like this conversation. And uh, you know, I'll just again, well, yeah, Dylan. Actually, I'd love to throw it back to you. What do you got, Paul? Do you ever listen to like David Goggins or anything like that? Uh, he's the guy that uh, he like abuses his body, runs really far, right? I, I've, I've, I've heard yeah. of him. <laughs> I've never you know in, engaged uh, really with his content, but yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with the guy. Yeah, he, he talks about that quite often that he always says that like everybody knows what they need to do. Everybody knows what they need to do to like lose weight. Everybody knows what they need to do to make more money. Everybody knows what they need to do to get promoted. It's just whether or not you go out and you do it. And sometimes that action, just like how you ended up saying, rather than thinking about it and developing five different theories or reading 10 different books, like sometimes going out there and just doing the work is 90% is of the battle. So you guys ever like, oh, and, and, what's up? And something about books, like no, uh, so books. many people, you got good books? no, I, I actually don't. I, I think that, uh, people want to endlessly read all these self-help books, these, these, uh, self-improvement books. Um, you know, like I was in a guy book club for a while and we just, we would read like thinking fast and thinking slow by Daniel, Daniel Can Kahneman or, you know, Jocko, Jocko Willink's uh, book or whatever. It's like, I think uh, reading too much of that is, uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, it's like you're punishing yourself or something. It's, uh, I don't think uh, reading too much of that stuff, maybe read one or two of those books, like um, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Read something like that once. Uh, re read a couple of these books once, like, but, but doing too much of that stuff, consuming too much of that that self-help content it's like 
I don't know. It's I, it's I re, I really am not a, I'm not a fan of that. I think people get too too uh, caught up in that stuff. Uh, go read Dune. Go read Lord of the Rings. Uh, kind of expand your uh, your creativity and your perspectives. Uh, don't don't read uh, David Goggins. I ran I ran a a million miles and my knees fell off or something. <laughs> and I know that's a little bit of a uh, uh, I'm being hyperbolic. I'm being maybe taking a strong stand there, but I think, I think too much consuming too much of that is not good. Uh, and that's, that's totally just my opinion. Look, that's what we're here for is to get your take and uh, different opinions here. Blind luck. Uh, what was your, what was your, your thoughts here? Yeah, I'm taking notes as we go here. This is all great stuff and circle back to me later for like my full thesis on how to get unstuck. But I think, Paul sure. here really touched on a great point with the books. Um, I'm, I'm a huge reader. I love reading. I've learned a lot through reading. Um, I, I do think we should be reading, but uh, Paul brings up a good point. There's a lot of these books, self-help type books. They all kind of the same, say the same thing with a different style. They've been repackaged to you know, smell a little different, whatever you want to call it. But it, it's really edutainment. You're being entertained yes. by hearing what you want to hear. And it's great to read one or two, but then you got to go take the action and actually put it into work. If you just read 50 books and don't get it off your ass and go do something, you're still at square one. You haven't improved. So um, I, I am all for reading a book or two a month, but you got to be taking the steps. You got to be making the action. You got to be getting to the gym, putting those reps in. Otherwise, nothing will happen. If you're if you're really big into weightlifting, for example, it doesn't matter if you drink the right protein shake and you sleep the right amount, but if you don't put the work in, you don't actually do it, you're not going to get stronger. But so, but um, blind, blind luck, I watched all. a lot of YouTube videos that had to do, um, do squats and deadlifts. I didn't do any squats or deadlifts, but I watched people on YouTube do it. So Exactly. So you're smarter, like no question there, but you're still not any further on your goals. So that, <laughs> yeah. that's an awesome point. Like, I mean, there's some great content out there. I don't encourage anyone from trying to learn when they need to, but recognize where that point is where – you have the information to perform the task and go yeah, it. it's diminishing returns and edutainment is 100%. is the right thing. Like get a little bit of that. And, and, and I'm not anti-education. I'm not anti you know, erudition. Like I think people should be learned. I think they should learn new things all the time, but you learn infinitely more from doing than, um, you know, re- reading a book about, uh, you know, like, self-flagellation yeah like 100 yeah like I, i've learned more by starting my own business and, and and being retired and doing all that stuff myself than i did from books now the books may have helped point me in the right direction but they would have never given me the knowledge base i have now um from just actually walking the walk yeah it's a, yeah we're, this yeah. is about getting unstuck right but like reading about reading too much of that stuff consuming too much of that watching too many lex friedman podcasts or uh, Jocko Willing podcast, like that's a way to sort of spin your tires in the ditch and not go anywhere. A hundred percent. You hear these people, they've got it all figured out. And it's like, oh, I'm not there yet. Like this guy has all the answers. Like, you know, you can't measure up to that. And of course there's curating to this nice little two hour package. And you're going to feel like you're not ready for the task. And you are, you just haven't tried yet. Yeah. Treat it like entertainment. Couldn't agree more. These these are great points. And yeah, it's like read a book or a few books, not a library necessarily. You'll never get started. And I really like, Paul, your points about take a look at, you know, different types of books. You know, like I like to read to learn how to do things and to get a lot of value out of it. But 
taking a, taking time to read something that's you know n- not of this world you know fantasy or what have yeah. you just to get your creative juices yes. going is 100 yes. percent. that's a good thing okay what well, you've had your hand up for a minute there what are your thoughts Hey, first of all, I learned a new word, edutainment, which I did not know. So yeah, edutainment. Yeah, right? good that's good. Uh, so I have read uh, Goggin's book, right? Um, and I have read, I mean, I, I forget a couple of years back, I started this um, uh, yearly goal that I'm going to read like five books a month. And I ended up reading actually five books in the entire year. Um, started well, did three books in the first month and ended up with, uh, just reading two books for the rest of the year. Um, I think there's a fine balance between reading books and just jumping headfirst into anything. Now, if you're starting your own business and you are more of a hands-on person, yes, you know, it it really depends on uh, individuals to individuals, right? Some people, they like to first understand the theory and then get into practical, but then point comes, sometimes they get into the analysis paralysis. However, if if you guys have, you know, taken chemistry class and, you know, you went to do practicals where you are mixing all those chemicals and you did not know which chemical to mix because you did not read and you did it, there will be an accident, right? So applying that, it's it's a, it's a fine balance, right? Um, you know, TikTok, Instagram Reels and all this has really not helped where you generally make these different videos and you add music behind it and then, you know, just gives you that dopamine effect by listening to these um what do you call uh, motivational speakers and the music behind it helps you like, oh, I'm doing something. I'm getting motivated. What at least worked for me, I'll just share my side of the story, is what I have noticed is that I generally get stuck. And if I'm not moving my body, which means if I am not working out, I'm not walking around, I'm not moving my body. I generally, my mind also gets a little goggy and, and stuck in the right. Uh, but as soon as I start moving my body, I have noticed that things start popping up and starts to clear up. Um, another thing that I have noticed that overall, I think understanding the concept and not really like, you know, let's take an example since we, everybody works out over here. So if you're doing deadlift, right, and you're going to lift a heavy weight, it's important that you kind of understand what the form of the deadlift would be, right? Because generally you would see you know, kids or, you know, uh, inexperienced lifters, they would try to lift heavy weight by curling their back. But that's not how it should be. But it's important to understand the concept. But end of the day, until you go and start lifting and watching your form, you will not be able to get your form right just by watching a YouTube. So I think there's a fine balance on how you want to do this. It's And one advice will not fit every everyone. And everybody has to like, Try, try and see what works for you. It's a, it's very difficult. You know, all these spaces, we everybody's sharing their story. It has worked for them. That's why they're sharing the story. But you take all the stories and see what works for you. Try it out. And then maybe you will modify it, make it better, which will suit you personally for being successful. That how, that's how I think works for me. Because, you know, I love to listen to, you know, biography and autobiography of, you know, successful people. But I also enjoy reading fantasy stuff. You know, I'm I'm very big into anime, so I just love watching all that stuff. And it and there's a different type of inspiration that you get from watching these and listening to these different things. So that has worked for me. And especially, you know, if you're in a rut, moving your body, I think is the best way. And I heard this, and I'm gonna end this with this. 
I heard the interview when um uh what's his name? I forget the name. The Amazon CEO man. Uh, Bezos. Yes, Bezos. Bezos. So Bezos said. Bezos said, and this this really hit hard on. But he said, "You are always concerned, or you are you always feel uneasy." for the things that you can do and is under your control and you're not doing it. I'm kind of paraphrasing it, but this is one of the most famous motivational things you can probably find on TikTok and stuff like that. And that really hit hard, right? In If you really think if something is under your control and you're not doing it, you always feel uneasy. You're just pushing it back. And it kind of relates to what everybody was saying might be just a different way. So that's, that's how I think um, it is. I love it. That's that's a really strong point as well, right? Like you're just kicking it down the kicking the can down the road is the saying, and um, yeah, uh, you gotta l- learn and listen from these kind of guys, right? Because they know they walked ahead of us, and uh, they're sharing their knowledge, and that's that's exactly what that's exactly where you should be paying attention, right? People who can share their wisdom and help you get ahead, S- skip over the mistakes. And that's what we're here doing. Same kind of thing. Um, I'm curious, you guys, have you, have, and I would be surprised if nobody here, if I'm the only one, but if that's the case, this is the case, I'll be the only one that's gone through this, but like, have you guys ever been on a rocket ship path? Like, I mean, you were just accelerating, you were crushing it, um, you you could see the goals lined up, and then boom, something comes out of left field, and now you, you just everything's in disarray and and there's like almost you feel like almost nothing you can do about it um because man i have experienced that in a hard way and it it's like directly impacted my career which then turned around and impacted my life and quite frankly is why i'm here talking to everybody on spaces and started this whole extra thing on the side um is is because of this kind of stuff that's happened to me but i guess that's my point is um you know for me it's it's figuring out how to change your perspective but um yeah so <clears throat> just real quick i guess i you know I, I literally was uh you know on this path to you know talking to vps they're like what do you want to do i'm like i want your chair they're like yeah we want you to have it that kind of the conversations it was great and then a new company comes in takes over. I mean, I was on special projects, like eight people in the entire company are invited to be on these things, like crazy stuff. And then we get a whole new takeover and literally like told, hey, your whole organization's being dissolved and like you, you got a month to find a job. Good luck. And there's like, no, and then there's brutal. a bunch of hiring freezes. Oh, dude. And there's hiring freezes everywhere. So they like, <laughs> they didn't like have layoffs they were just like hey these jobs don't exist go find new ones and then they told other functions like hey you can't hire anybody for, for the next 90 days or whatever so it was like very limited opportunities and it was crazy and <clears throat> it was enough to not only derail my career but like just change my perspective on working for you know somebody else i mean i think this is the best way to put it like did I did everything right, and uh, up to that point, you could kind of say, and then just had it, the rug pulled right out from under me to where now all the people also, by the way, that were right up the chain, they're all gone, right? They all took golden parachutes. They all split um, because it, it was a better thing for them to do. So that's fine, and it's good for them. 
but it kind of leaves you sitting there like my whole network is gone and everything I had mapped out is now different. So I'm not going to lie, man, that, that messed me up mentally. Like it took a minute to, and by a minute, I mean like two years, probably <laughs> like a year and a half, you know, 18 months or so to like really get my head back on straight um, because I did not see that coming. And so you just keep working and powering through it. Kind of like what blind luck was talking about before but to actually like get over the hump i couldn't just keep powering through like that was kind of torture quite frankly i had to like make a decision and sometimes that's what it is right i think that's what Kay was getting at a bit is like you're just kicking it down there kicking something down the road you got to just make a decision and that's what i had to do i had to like figure out like what the hell am i going to do i'm just gonna be miserable and kind of like work in because i found a position by the way you know, like I, I, I did have a broad enough, strong enough network where people were like, oh, my God, you need a job. Like, yeah, like we'll hire you to, you know, sweep the floors if we have to until we can get you into, you know, the stuff. That you, people want to work you with know, the people fact. they like. And uh, yeah, if you, if you have enough you strong and weak connections uh, like, oh, I could I have an opportunity to help this guy out that I like and maybe work with him. Yeah, 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 exactly. 100% man like that's there's a big point of uh, and a lot of the conversations we have around building success is you know we've talked about on these spaces is you know you gotta have a strong network and the, the bigger your network the more people you can lean on and then they'll lean on you and yeah exactly right so that was huge for me but I will say was you know having to make a decision there like coming to that realization took a really long time like longer than I would think usually I just kind of like make decisions and go. And I realized after like that 18 months or so, like, oh shit, I'm just, I'm just toiling. Like I'm not really figuring anything out. And so I got after it. I was like, what am I going to do? I have uh, to, to kind of change, you know, figure out what perspective to take. So I, I literally just thought through everything that I had going on and the differences between what was before. And before I was like super outgoing and I'm still outgoing, don't get me wrong, but like, I was always out and about because everything was tied to the work function. And it was like, I was the guy that was very sociable and coordinating and very motivated. And now like had none of that. I was literally just kind of, I had a job, I did my job and then, you know, clock out. So people tie to so much of their, um, their, their their self, their, their self uh, satisfaction, their identity into you know the job that, the, that they're currently working at and um and you got to be careful like you got you got gut punch there nate yeah. because um yeah. I, I mean so so much people put all their maybe psychological eggs in one basket if you will and and now it's like it probably in a lot of ways it's like made you stronger and better more mentally resilient because uh you know your identity your your self-worth isn't so tied up in um in your w-2 uh you know you're you're right. creating yeah. things exactly. outside of that you're you're making connections outside of that um yeah you know, paul, paul. paul makes a very good point and, and you know i think one of the things that all of us have in common is that we are all pursuing something outside of our nine to five uh, and i think financial independence if you if you're on the if you're pursuing financial independence independence or you have already achieved it, I think that will have a major shift in your mindset for your W two work, and I think that changes. If you want to climb the corporate ladder, there's nothing wrong with that, and that is one path. Right. 
Yeah, totally. It's not for everybody. If you are struggling and you don't want the office politics, and Nate knows it because, you know, Nate and I, we discuss office politics all the time. It's not for everybody. It's not for me personally. I hate it. I have to do it, but I hate it. And that's why I don't want to pursue that path. And, and for most people, I think having financial independence, if you are able to generate, you know, few thousand dollars, few hundred dollars, few thousand dollars additional to your year, that is just going to change the mindset completely. And, and I think learning a skill which is outside of your nine to five job just gives a lot more satisfaction, I believe. At least it gives it to me. I'm pretty sure the panelists, panelists, panelists will agree to that as well. I think that is more valuable because tomorrow when you lose your job, that skill is going to keep you propped up. Yeah, well said. And, you know, yeah, exactly right, guys. And so this whole experience, you know, the talking about this ties into this whole getting unstuck conversation because uh, I, I had to make that decision. That's, you know, full circle back to what you're saying, Kay. I had to make a, a decision of what I was going to do. And so, like I was saying, I was lining this stuff up, right? And I realized before I was doing all these great things and it was really easy to just like look at that as being the optimal way to go and that I'm never going to get back to some some great thing I had or whatever. Um, or I'm gonna have to start over and like rebuild myself, which man, that sounds exhausting, right? Like, oh, I just spent ten years building myself up and getting this, you know, whole thing going. I don't want to spend another five, ten doing it all over. Um, <clears throat> so, what what changed, right? Well, I have all this extra time now. Like, I don't do all this extra network. I'm not traveling like every other week like I used to do. I'm not staying the extra you know, 10, 20 hours a week and working weekends and pulling crazy hours because, you know, I'm leading a team and I need, you know, need to do that the right way and do all those things. Like not being in those positions uh, freed up a ton of time. And then you add in the fact that everybody got locked down and we, you know, with COVID and all that good stuff. And now work is remote. Well, that freed up two more hours in my day. So now I've got like literally four or five hours a day that I used to be consumed with driving and, and networking and doing all this stuff for the company. And I figured out like, oh shit, I can do that. Put all that energy into something for myself. And so here we are, right? Like here we are on spaces, you guys. We'll be rocking these spaces Tuesdays and Wednesdays for the foreseeable. And I got the newsletter rolling. I've met all of you, you know, amazing people that have shared, you know, your experiences and learning a ton from. And I feel amazingly better as a person. Let's like, go, this baby. Whole different path. Yeah, buddy. So it's just like it, it it changed everything just by sitting down and saying I had to make a decision and then like really thinking through everything without the kind of lens of, oh, man, you know, what was me? And it was more like what opportunities are in front of me and what, what has changed to giving me these opportunities? So yeah, you know it, that's a big part of it. I think. What do you think about all that blind luck? What would you add? I kind of have two parts to my response. Uh, first is, while my experience wasn't as dramatic, I, I I had a lot of the same feelings you're talking about when I left my nine to five when I retired in 2019. Um, I, I, you know, to Paul's point, I had kind of made a mistake of kind of wrapping my identity into my nine to five, and I was extremely good at it. I climbed the corporate ladder, like I crushed it. I did all the things that, you know, you're supposed to do. And then when I left, 
I mean, it's like, holy shit. Like, what do I do with my life? What's the purpose of life? Why am I here? Like, I kind of went crazy for a bit. Like, well, not, like, legit and, and a lot of those people, really I, I don't want you to, uh, I want you to keep going. A lot of those people, they just for, forget you exist in a, in a lot of ways. So, oh, totally. Yeah. yeah you, 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 these people that think you're friends and all that. I mean, it's, you realize you're just as useful as a telephone on the desk at the, the workplace. <laughs> like it, it, when you're no longer doing that job, they don't care. Um, so yeah, that was interesting for me. I wasn't expecting that. Um, cause you know, I, I really went all in trying to do the best I could. And that's, you know, that's what we're brought up to do, right? We go to school, we do well in school, we go to college, we do well in college, we go find a job and like try to make the most money. Like we're always told to do the best at whatever. And you know, that's how we kind of measure our personal worth, if you will, in, in some ways. So um, yeah, Nate, I can totally relate there. Um, and something else I wanted to point out you were talking about how you had all this time to think and all that. And a, a quote kind of came to my head that I've always found super useful when I'm trying to get unstuck. And that is activity is not the same thing as achievement. So it's really easy to fall into the trap of being busy and having all these things to do and networking and more and more and more. And I, I'm feeling like I'm accomplishing something because I got my calendar full. Um, but it's amazing if you take a step back, how few of those things actually move the needle. And um, that's a quote I've always kept in my head. I used to share with my team when I was a manager was, um, you know, busy work isn't really that useful. Uh, activity is not the same as achievement. Look at what you're doing, what's actually moving the needle. And um, that really has a way of just bringing clarity to any kind of muddy discussion. Good points. I like it. Hey, Joe, you've been kind of quiet this evening i know you've got lots to add i was wondering what your thoughts are on this conversation no it's it's great i've I really loved uh listening to to all you guys talking and um yeah one of the things uh, i was listening to dylan early on and i was uh, what i was what it sort of made me think of is something that i've kind of learned uh, we, we use the word identity and uh, dylan i think was talking about purpose and and his why but the, the thing that i think about the way i phrase it is um what story do you want to tell about yourself, right? And and we're actually in control of the story that we tell ourselves about ourselves, but we let other people control the narrative. So you guys are talking about experiences at work where, you know, climbing the corporate ladder or doing well, but, you know, other people are telling the story about you, at least in that in that aspect of your life. And and we we kind of cede control to other people and we, we let other people influence the story you want to tell about yourself. And once you take control of the story that you tell about yourself, you'll find that there are gaps, that there are areas where you're not as good as you wish you were. And that's where, you know, constructive feedback can help and you can make a commitment to, to changing those. But, you know, so one of the things that, um, that I, that's really helped me in situations is, is thinking of that, but it's, um, for me, it's really imagining. And I really believe in this kind of power of your mind. Um, and your ability to imagine, right? So in this case, you know, what story do you want to tell about yourself? And so for me, um, the, the points in my life where I, you know, there were a few points where I got really stuck. And so at 25, the point for me was this kind of conundrum that we talk about here online a lot about, you know, a nine to five to me felt a lot like a jail sentence. I just, you know, my, my friends were going into careers and they were excited about it and they were, becoming engineers or becoming lawyers. And I, I couldn't get excited about it. All I could look at was the kind of trade, the trade off of how much time and how much of my life I had to give to earn the money I needed uh, to, you know, to live. 
And so um, I, I was doing great university at college. I, I had a, um, I had a first class honors degree and I was doing a, a law degree and I just dropped out and I went and I decided my, my, my solution to that, to that conundrum was um, imagine my life. I, I want to have a million dollars. That's the story I want to tell about myself. I want a million dollars. And I went about and I did it over the next 10 years. And then I um, didn't know, <laughs> I had no idea what I was going to do when I got that money. I had a million dollars in the bank and I had no idea what to do with it. And I didn't, if I had just understood what I know now, I didn't have any financial understanding. And if I just known about simple investments, I mean, you, you guys can, um, <laughs> you can tell me what I should have done with it, or what I could have done with it. But I, uh, I doubled down. I decided that the answer was to invest into another business. And the only thing I could really think of was making more, you know, more money than I would ever need. And so that I wouldn't have to work again. That was what I had. That's what I thought the answer to it was. And um, within a couple of years, um, uh, I lost it all. And when I did that, I made a commitment that I'd never be an entrepreneur again. And I went and I worked, it was for a startup, but I went and worked in a tech company and I started to do really well in, in that business. And I, I was flying around the world and I was selling and I was recreating myself, but I didn't like the story that I was telling about myself. I didn't like the narrative that I was building. And um, I did, I, you know, I, I I earned everything back over about the next eight years or so, but I just knew there wasn't something right. And so what I've been doing the last two to three years now is just, um, it, it's, it was really hard um, to open up a company again and to go back into my, really hard to get my wife to, to see that as a good idea. But um, I am an entrepreneur again, and I feel a lot better about the story that I'm building. So yeah, the short, the short answer that I've found is um, I think a lot about the story that I want to tell about myself and I want to live up to that story. It's got to be real, right? It's got to be authentic. And then I spend, you know, I actually actively imagine what it's going to be like and what I need to do in order to get that. So that, that's, that's how I think about um, this idea of, of getting stuck. Yeah, this is good stuff, you guys. I'm really enjoying this conversation. And it's inevitable. That's a tough one, I guess. Inevitable that you know, when you're trying to do more, you're trying to achieve more, get more out of life, you know, get more on the path to building wealth, uh, you're going to get stuck and you're going to run into these obstacles. So these roadblocks aren't um, impossible to get past. You can smash right through them. And like Joe said, I really like that. Control your story. Joe, we've talked a lot about like, uh i think you and i really share i like to be in control of not only what i have to do but my schedule and i don't like just being told what to do it just it just rubs me the wrong way even though that's all part of you know working for somebody it's just uh something that i have to kind of work with and get past but also it's something that motivates me to continue to you know push forward and get past anything that gets in the way but good stuff there dylan what do you got there see your hand up yeah, man. So I think, um, I think just for the sake of this conversation, because of the way that things are trending, and um, so as as you guys may know, that I I uh, served four years in the Marine Corps active duty. Um, like I ended up mentioning earlier in the conversation, where I was you know going down a pretty rough path and came from a broken family until I decided to join the Marine Corps at a young age, and I think that that was a foundation. Um, I mean, this is kind of a cool story. So in the Marine Corps, it was, was some of the most difficult times of my life. I mean, it, it was extremely painful. So I was, 
stationed overseas uh, in Okinawa, Japan for about two years where we were isolated and restricted from doing anything. And it was quite literally like a jail cell because they were so terrified of any international incidents. Um, and I was in a very, you know, single unit. Um, it's, it's hard to describe exactly without using too much military terminology. I don't necessarily want to get too much in the weeds there, but there was one day in particular that I think uh, that my mind always consistently goes back to. And this was a day that um, I realized how powerful like people are, uh, how when you set your mind to do something um, that no matter what you think that you can't do, uh, you really actually can do it. So um, in Marine Corps basic training, you know, like I, I walked on in and I wasn't necessarily a super successful dude. I think um, in between the age of 16 to 19, I got fired from like eight jobs. You know, like I said, I got I, I got arrested for smoking weed um, just a couple of months prior to that, like six or seven months prior to that. It was a very tough time in my life. And, you know, I was going through some parental issues. Like I got disowned by my father. I mean, I had every reason in the world to become a, a colossal fuck up. Excuse my language, but it's the truth. Uh, <clears throat> so when I was in the Marine Corps, doing that was one of the first big things that I ever did in my life. Um, so during those first three months of boot camp, when you actually end up going, what they do is they reduce you into to literally nothing. So you don't, you, you completely lose all sense of your identity. And I remember that there was a day that I said, like, what the hell did I get myself into? Uh, because it, what they do is they simulate the fog of war, essentially. And it, it, it's designed to break you down. It's designed to make you want to cry and to curl up into a fetal position and to feel like everything is going to complete shit and take all control away from you. So for additional context, like we were not, we were told to go to the bathroom in 30 seconds. And I'm talking about number two, not number one. Uh, we were told to eat within two minutes. You know, it, it was insane. Um, but there was one day in particular, and this is at the end of the Marine Corps basic training, and it's called the Crucible. Uh, and the Crucible, this is like the ultimate grand finale. So what it is, it's a three-day long excursion. And over the course of three days, you sleep a grand total of like probably six to eight hours, and you have three meals and only three meals. And you hike about 50 to 60 miles, and you go through like 20, 30 – I think it's 20 or 30 obstacle courses, pugil sticks, uh, sparring matches. I mean, the list can go on and on. And then it's at the very end, you finish it with a, a 10 to 12 mile hike uh, up all the way up a hill, like a mountain. Um, it's called the Reaper, but you go, you take a, a trip or you hike up a mountain. It's like five mile hike up a mountain and then you hike back down. And then that's when you finally earn the title of Eagle Glove and Anchor. And I'll never forget that morning where, um, you know, it was very cold. It was January and uh, it was like probably 30 degrees outside. And I remember I was freezing cold and I slept like a grand total of four hours. Um, and it was like two or three o'clock in the morning when they had us up and I was starving. I, you know, I basically didn't eat and it was the epitome. It was like the moment, it was like a bare bottle. It, it was like bottom of the barrel moment where I couldn't quite tell um, anything like it's like I, I didn't I didn't believe in myself in any way, shape or form because I was so tired, so sore, so hungry, dehydrated. I mean, it was extremely difficult. And then you put on about 100 to 120 pound backpack. Um, and I'm not a super tall dude or super big dude. Um, so at that point, I was I actually weighed about 140 pounds. So I put on a 100 pound backpack and I hiked up this mountain. Um, and then we actually ended up getting tear gasps. But 
But during that time, you know, it wasn't just me, but there was quite a few of us, you know, young men, uh, 18, 19, 20 years old, who, who had tears due to the pain that we were going through at that point, especially in like in those last two or three miles. And I think that um, for me, that's always been a foundational moment where, you know, I go back to that moment where it's like, this is extremely painful. Uh, but it was the moment that I had to believe. I was forced to believe in myself. And so it, it's, it doesn't matter what happens in the future. It's like, if I get fired, good, get back up. You know, if you get knocked down, good, get back up. And that was like, essentially, if you guys followed me during the 2022 bear market, every single day I was harassed for buying the, buying the bear market lows. I mean, like publicly harassed. People would take pictures of the shit that I was doing. And it was like, I had to ask myself, okay, am I going to give up or am I going to keep going? You know, but you can put your back, you can put yourself back in those really, really low moments. Um, and all those moments really ever do, like when you really get knocked down and you feel defeated, all they really do is they build character at the end of the day and they really help you, especially if you overcome them and they don't overcome you and you overcome them and you, you don't quit and you persevere. You always, always, always come out stronger and a better person at the other side of it. Well said. Yeah, well said. Yeah. Well said. That's a great story too. Appreciate your service, Dylan. And uh, man, when you're talking about that, the run of the mountain, I, as someone who's not served, I can only relate with strong uh, visions of Curahy and Band of Brothers. But uh, yeah, I can only imagine uh, what what that intensity must be like. And and then to be able to to leverage that for the rest of your life, like uh, that's a huge thing that you you've done that right. Like you're you're using that experience, and like you said, I mean, I know what you mean about catching a bunch of flack and having to have thick skin, but that probably seemed like nothing to you. Like it's no big deal. You can bring some heat online. There's like nothing compared to what you've uh, been able to put yourself through and test yourself against. And uh, yeah, that's a great story, man. Thanks for sharing that. Good stuff. You guys, so the, this whole conversation, right? Our conversations always take a number of path, different turns and whatnot because we have such great backgrounds and uh, diverse backgrounds and different stories. So I appreciate you guys all sharing. And again, if you haven't already, give give these guys a follow. Uh, they'll improve your timeline, no doubt. And Paul will at least add a lot of funny stuff to your timeline, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean, there's going to um, be a lot I, of shit posting, so uh, you just have to be prepared for that. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So dude, I just <laughs> gave you a follow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> love it. I love it. All right, guys. Well, this is this has been good. Um, I, I want to say, uh, you know, actually, Blind Luck, did you say you wanted to kind of recap what we were talking about? Because by the way, if you, you tune in late, I did pin uh, my newsletter to the top. I, I you know dropped the recordings out to all my uh, you know newsletter subscribers and uh, you know that goes out for free you'll, you'll, you'll catch that and listen to it anytime and definitely you know I recommend you go back and listen to the recording for sure um, so check that out but it, uh, I wanted to say blind luck if you wanted to I don't know if you said you were taking some good notes there and wanted to kind of recap anything but I, I'd yeah. love to answer yeah I took a bunch of notes here uh, I mean Dylan you did a great job summarizing all this um, I think the biggest takeaway that I want to leave the group with here is if, if you're feeling stuck, usually it's because for whatever reason, um, you're not taking action for some reason. Either you're, you're fearing failure, um, you've accepted your current reality, um, 
you've, um, you know, maybe you're at, waiting for permission from somebody else for some reason. You feel like you you, you have to wait for some reason. There, there's some reason there. Um, I, everyone kind of mentioned earlier. You kind of know what you need to do. You kind of know what that sticking or pain point is, and usually that's the way. Like the obstacle is the way. Um, but you got to find a way to push through. And um, if, if you're fearing failure or uh, you just, you know, become complacent for whatever reason, you need to address the underlying issue. Oftentimes it's not the task itself. There's something else holding you back. And Dylan, I mean, that was a freaking great story. And I mean, that that's just shows what you can accomplish when you're forced to power through something. And if you don't have the Marine Corps behind you, you got to find your own why. And uh, that can be hard sometimes. So, um, you know, don't blame the task. Maybe reflect on, um, you know, what, what's, what's holding you back from, you know, tackling it with vigor. Yeah, I love it. Well said. And and again, Dylan, thanks for sharing the story. Joe, thanks for sharing your perspective as well. And everybody on the panel, uh, great stuff. Dividend Dog, I see you out there hanging out. Appreciate you hanging out this entire time, as well as everybody else listening out there. I mean, this is the stuff. Um, these are the stories that I'm going to go back and think about and kind of, you know, definitely apply to what I'm doing. It's it's interesting because, you know, just thinking about the what we we're just talking about, with what Dylan just shared, um, it's something I do mentally whenever I'm like getting in the spot where I know I'm just acting spoiled and I'm just, you know, can't get past whatever it is I'm hung up on or if I'm just like want in a complaining kind of mode. Like I think about those that are sacrificing or in much tougher situations than I am. And it's just, it doesn't always, you know, don't get me wrong. You have to like give yourself a little bit of a break uh, every now and again, but um, yeah, you know, there's always something that you, you can always be worse or harder and uh, you can always, you know, find yourself in, in a better spot as well. So really it's about appreciating what you've got and just taking a moment to get kind of regained perspective and, and be able to push forward from from that that moment that you're stuck in. And just like has been said multiple times, Blind Luck, I think you just said it last, was, you know, you just have to, it, it's finding your why and, and getting past that moment, just moving yourself forward um, and leaning on all these different things that we've been talking about, whether it's your network, your past experiences, you know, your why. Um, but really it's a matter of, it's, it does come down to, it's up to you, right? It does come up to you to to make those decisions and move forward. So uh, you guys, great discussion again. I'll go ahead and wrap it up here unless anybody has anything else to say. Um, Paul, I got you on the mic, so I'm just gonna ask you anything, uh, last comments before we wrap up? Oh, it's a wonderful discussion as always. Uh, great group of, group of uh, guys you all have assembled here, uh, Nate and, uh, oh, Wolf just jumped on there. Um, yeah, awesome people. I love hearing everyone's perspective. Uh, smart, smart people uh, that are that are motivated to do well. You know, we're we're all here on a uh, you know nine p.m. Wednesday night, just um just just sort of shooting the ship. But also, we're we're all sort of rowing the boat in the same direction. We're all trying to be better. We're all trying to make each other better. Um, and, and you know, there we feed off of the listeners here. You know, if you've got questions in the uh, you know, drop them in chat. If, you know, if you send DMs, whatever, you know, um, I think all of these people are, are open and, and have access to all of you. If you want to just, uh, if you have anything to share, contribute or questions or whatever else, but yeah, yeah. 
awesome, awesome job tonight. Really love uh, doing this. It's a lot of fun. And thanks everyone for tuning in, tuning in. Really, uh, really appreciate it. Perfect, Paul. Thanks for taking us home there. And uh, next week we'll be back on Tuesday and Wednesday, same time, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, like Paul just said, we're kind of shooting the shit, but also dropping a bunch of knowledge. The idea is to share wisdom so we all can learn and grow and get better together and faster, you know, get there in a little bit more expedited way because we are sharing and building this network. So join us. And uh, yeah, like, like Paul said, drop some DMs, uh, you know, reply to whatever you, you're interested in that we might post. And, you know, we're happy to, to engage for sure. Cause again, we're doing this to, you know, move as a group together and you can move a lot with a lot more force as a group, I think is the best way to put it. So with that, guys, great conversation again. I always love it and uh, look forward to next week. We'll get those spaces posted and, and get that communicated out. And until then, enjoy the rest of your week and have a great weekend ahead. Take care. Thanks, guys. Have a great one, guys.